2: And, um, this program is uh, sponsored by GersonMedia.com, uh, and the Gerson Institute. And we're happy to, uh, happy to bring this information to you. Um, it, this is, this information that we're, you're going to get today is rather disturbing, um, because of, uh, because of the, imp- the wider spread implications, um, of, of, um, what, 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 uh, what you'll have to think about. Um, I have on the line with me, uh, Kathy Justice, um, she and her husband, Wayne, live on a ranch outside Pagosa, Str- Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Uh, they moved there in 1978. Um, Kathy had grown up uh, on, a, uh, on a farm with her father, who was very interested in organic, uh, uh, organic fruits uh, back in the 40s already, and, uh, Kathy was already interested, uh, from a very early age in, uh, alternative, natural, holistic, and, uh, um, and health issues, uh, under her father's direction. Um, but, um, um she, so she's always lo- loved animals since a very early age, and, uh, she wanted to apply her knowledge to keep her animals as healthy as possible. When, uh, when she, when she, um, and when she and her husband moved to Pagosa Springs, uh, their animals remained healthy for about seven years until 1985. What happened in 1985? Artificial fluoridation began in their town. Uh, over the, over the uh, intervening years, they've lost eight horses and four dogs to, uh, to, to fluoride. Uh, and and um, I'll, I'll let Kathy tell most of the story so uh, she has now become a uh, very powerful advocate and very knowledgeable advocate for uh, removing fluoride from the water supplies in all over the united states. kathy welcome to the show and thank you very much for coming on.
3: thank
2: you. um kathy you know you you were you were just a very happy uh, happy rancher and uh, taking care of your animals. uh what uh, what happened to suddenly alert you to the fact that something very bad was happening?
4: Well, our horses started to have chronic colics, and colic in a horse is not like colic in a baby. It's deadly in a horse, so it's it's an emergency thing, and um, vets couldn't figure out why they were colicking. Other horses in town were colicking, and they couldn't figure out why. Um, What fluoride does when it's consumed, it turns hydrochloric acid used to... um, Digest your food into hydrofluoric acid, which can cause ulcers, acid reflux, intestinal problems, digestive problems, all kinds of things like that, uh, caused by the consumption of it, or the acute uh, poisoning of it.
2: Well, but how how were you sure that it was the uh, that it was the um, fluoride that was doing it?
4: Well, at first we didn't. At first, I didn't even know that the water had become fluoridated. And so we started changing feed and, and going hundreds of miles away to get different feeds and, and, uh, changing all kinds of the nutrients and the, the herbs that I was giving and everything and nothing changed. Uh, it, it just kept getting progressively worse and more symptoms started to be added to it until, uh, 2000. I believe it was 2003, 2004. We've been in a drought here for many years and for a whole lot of years there had not been snow sitting on the ground all winter long. And that year we had snow sitting on the ground and we started noticing that our 100 gallon water tank that we had outside that we usually filled every day to day and a half, we were not filling, uh, we were filling about 18 to 19 days and noticed that the horses were eating snow. And the colics abated, so ah, that really pointed to the water.
2: There's a clue. Yeah. So the horses could actually sense somehow that there was um, there was something in the water that was really disturbing them. They knew. Yep. Wow. And and um, so that so that when the horses had snow available and they were eating snow, then uh, the colic subsided. What did you do then?
4: Well, we started looking for a source. We're on city water, obviously. Most of the well water in Pagosa Springs is sulfur water, not, not drinkable water. So we were looking for a source of river water and or, or ditch water from the river. The problem is, is that is owned by ranchers. They have water rights. And to find somebody that would either sell us or loan us their water rights to get fresh water was very difficult. And it wasn't until March of 2004 that we were able to find somebody that that we could get the water from.
2: Wow! So uh, you know, in, in the interim, what, what what was happening? Your horses were just suffering.
4: Oh, oh, big time, and we were losing horses.
2: Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's just that's just awful. Uh, these, these huge, beautiful animals, and, and that's, that's the worst of it. Um, it what, what other uh, symptoms did you, um, did you notice?
4: Well, I need to preface this, that fluoride, because of what it does to the, to the bodily systems, it can cause virtually any chronic degenerative disease, depending on the person's or animal's inherent weakness. And they can be hugely varied. Uh, what we saw in our horses were neurological problems, lowered immune system, reproductive problems, uh, horses being born cryptorchids, which mean they only had one testicle, low oh sex God. drive. Um, we had abortions, not being able to get them in full, uterine disar- discharges and infections, allergies, dental fluorosis, gum recession, chipped, cracked, brittle, and broken teeth, uh, recurrent abscesses, musculoskeletal problems, which included bones, spurs, arthritis, which, by the way, is the number one mis- said to be the number one misdiagnosed problem in the world. is actually skeletal fluorosis. Um, tendons and ligaments uh, and muscles hardening, uh, legs becoming crooked after the horses were full grown, bones cracking and swelling, loss of muscle tone, uh, digestive problems, diarrhea and the colics, thyroid problems, cancer, uh, personality changes, hooves getting hard as rocks and deforming, fibromyalgia, heart attacks, uh, birth defects and deformities, uh, symptoms of Alzheimer's, radioactive poisoning, which is one of the parts that's in the product that they put in
3: uh,
4: the water to fluoridate it, uh, chronic coughing and lung problems, twitching and head shaking, uh, early onset of puberty, kidney problems, weakness and lethargy—it just goes on and
2: on and on. Oh my gosh! And and, and uh, how how many horses do you have that uh, you noticed all these different problems?
4: Well, we started out with with about ten, and then we and, started and, losing them.
2: And out of the ten, how many how many remain?
4: We have. Uh, well, we during this time we had purchased some. We only have two left that had been on that we had when the water was still fluoridated.
2: And in only and only ten horses, that whole long list of, of symptoms occurred. Yes. So, so uh, it, it, it strikes me that our metabolisms and our I mean, we're 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 kind of basically at the very bottom. We're animals too. We're, we right. we live in animal bodies. Um, and yet, and yet, the people and the children in uh, Pagosa Springs were drinking the same water that the horses were drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, have you? Did, was there any? Was there any uh, uh, concern by oh. the uh, by the water
4: officials? No, not none whatsoever. No, they, they they were they had been told safe and effective and good for your teeth, and they ran with it.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! And and. Um, and no matter what evidence you you you, you uh, presented, they they just stonewalled
4: you. Oh yeah, it, it got to the point where uh, the secretary told me that when I would send reports in scientific research, that it would be thrown away immediately. It they didn't they didn't care. I was the crazy blonde.
3: <laughs> oh my, oh my.
4: Well, and Doctor Creek. When Doctor Crooked Cornell diagnosed our horses, he said that horses are like the canaries in the mines. They developed these, these, and other symptoms because they drink so much water over a much period, shorter period of time than humans.
3: Ah,
2: but but you see, there's there's uh, that's 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 different as well. I mean that can that can differ from area to area as well. I mean you live in the high desert there um but uh but in places like uh, it's not necessarily hot all the time but in places like Arizona Nevada um and New Mexico it, it's very hot often it's very dry and uh so people people although they're recommended to drink eight glasses of water a day some drink many more and so oh, they, they could drink a lot more uh water and just a lot more fluoride as well um so so the horses the horses are more susceptible to poisoning because, from the water because of the tremendous amount of water that they uh, they consume, is what right. you're saying.
4: Right. And, and you know, so many people say, well, how come your horses weren't getting so sick and other horses weren't? Well, other horses in town were getting sick. The problem is, is vets, like doctors, are not taught to look at the cause. They are taught to treat the symptoms.
2: The symptoms, right.
4: And all the vets that we went to they were just looking at the symptoms, and until you fix the cause, as you know with the Gerson therapy, until you fix, fix the root problem, it's not going to go away.
2: Kathy, we have to, we have to uh, just uh, cut away here for a, for a brief break, um, but right after, the, um, right after the break, we're going to be talking about a little, a little more and how this led to your activism as well and, and what exactly that activism is. Um, this is uh, The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss. Uh, we're talking with Kathy Justice, uh, who started out uh, just a, a normal, ordinary rancher, um, if, if a bit more interested in natural healing, but, uh, but ended up a, a nation- nationwide crusader against uh, fluoridating water uh, for human consumption. Uh, it's sponsored by GersonMedia.com and the Gerson Institute, Gerson.org. Uh, and we uh, uh, we invite you to come and join us uh, join us again after the break. Uh, look in at gersonmedia.com for literature and uh, media. Uh, we'll see you on the other side of the break.
5: You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness.
2: And uh today we're talking with uh, Kathy Justice, a rancher turned activist, uh, when all of her horses started to die uh after uh after her uh, local uh, community started fluoridating the water. Uh now this is pretty uh pretty worrisome because the children and the adults and uh you know people all the animals uh, all drink uh the same water. They shower in the water, they uh, consume the water. Uh, they fill swimming pools with the water, and, uh, and if it's fluoridated, uh, they're absorbing a lot of this uh, poisonous stuff. Um, uh, Kathy was talking about, <clears throat> about uh, veterinarians and how they didn't uh, see the problem because they're not, they're not looking at underlying causes just like m d s uh, they're looking at uh, they're looking at the uh, symptoms uh, the symptomology and they 're trying to treat the symptoms without looking at the underlying cause. to me, this sounds almost like uh, uh, scrubbing washing the carpet in the middle of a rainstorm and and ignoring the huge hole in the roof <laughs> <clears throat> um, kathy um, is, is, is this is this uh, basically what the, what you were saying that uh, that they they couldn't see the forest for the trees?
4: Oh, definitely, and and didn't want to, being that they are taught what they're taught, the the amount of arrogance that somebody like me who does not have a degree in this particular thing, telling them what the problem was, I was again the crazy blonde. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, you're you're the crazy blonde. I, I have a very similar problem, uh, I, although I, it's a stretch to call me a blonde. I, I have white hair, <laughs> um, but uh, but um, but having having no uh, alphabet soup after my name, uh, I'm very easily dismissed by the medical world, uh, in spite of being able to do things that they could never do. Right. Um. So, so, so having having failed with the city officials and having failed with the with the veterinary um, uh, veterinary world, uh, where did you go from there?
4: Well, in 2004, we had a, my favorite mayor at the time died, and and we had a necropsy done, and I specifically asked the vet to uh, test her for chronic fluoride poisoning, and she looked at me and said, "Well, fluoride." safe and effective and good for your teeth. And I said, well, believe what you will, but that's what I want her to check for. And she said, well, individually, the symptoms that she had could have been pointed to to different things like West Nile and EPM and botulism, and she named a whole host of things, but none of them make a complete picture. They don't normally overlap. And I said to test her for anything and everything you can find. So she took all kinds of parts and and blood and everything and sent them off. And about a half a week later, she called me back and she said, I cannot find a public lab in the United States that knows how to test for fluoride poisoning.
3: Wow. This is
4: how well the fluoride polluting industries have done their job. If you can't test for it, you can't find it.
2: And if you can't find it, then it doesn't exist.
4: It doesn't exist. That's right. So, so, so basically
2: basically what they're saying is, uh, since uh, they're, they're saying the same kind of thing that the medical world says, there's no acceptable proof.
4: No, no.
2: And yet there it was. Your horses were dead.
4: That's right. So, so um, I got on, on the then? phone and found uh, uh, Jeff Green in San Diego, who is in charge of this new lawsuit, and he gave me the contact information to Dr. Kruk at Cornell University, who was well known as the world's authority on chronic fluoride poisoning in animals. And he said, send a bone. And, or he asked if the vet had taken bone samples, because he said that was the only positive way to check for fluoride poisoning. And I said, no. And he said, well, that shows the ignorance of vets that they don't even know what to take to test for. And so he said, you have to send me a bone. And I said, well, the mayor's been buried for week, week and a half and she said he said, Dig her up. And uh I told him I didn't know that I could physically or mentally do that and he said, No, you don't understand. There are literally millions of people and animals dying every day and the more evidence we can get, the better. So my husband got a backhoe, dug her up, took a leg off just below the knee and uh sent it off to him and a little over a month later, we got a 17-page necropsy report with the final conclusion of chronic fluoride poisoning. Wow.
2: Well, so what do you do with that then? I mean, what can you do with that? I mean, if the, if the city officials are four square uh, set against you and the, and the vets don't even admit that such a thing exists, uh, what do you do?
4: Well, at that point, I uh, wrote a letter, sat down and wrote a letter to the water department and said, uh, this is it. I'm done I have scientific proof that it is killing my animals and uh, it's going to stop and uh, within the time that it took for the mail to get to the water department they called me up and set up a, a meeting with the water board and let me speak for over an hour um, from that time until fluoridation stopped they also had a they wanted to have a countywide uh, forum what they called, which I, they led me to believe was just to, to get people to come to this meeting to see what the populace thought. Well, they brought in the state epidemiologist, the head of the state health department, the state uh, fluoride expert, and one of the local dentists. And um, it was set up as a debate, although I was called five times a week <laughs> previous saying there will be no debating because they can't debate. They have nothing to debate on. They have no science behind them. Right. And so they had no clue that, that I had been telling people for all those 20 years about this, and there were a lot of people behind me. We overfilled the room, and they, the audience chewed up the experts. <laughs> they, I mean, they put them in their place, and the end of March uh, 2005 fluoridation ended.
2: Oh, Wow congratulations thank you wow that is that is a that is a wonderful uh uh conclusion uh, what i'm what i'm hearing uh is that many um, not not just dozens but hundreds of municipalities now are starting to take fluoride out of their water starting yes. to unfluoridate their water but not because it's dangerous and not because it's poisonous uh but because uh, because of economic conditions, and they, uh, they they're looking to save money in every direction they can,
3: right. and
4: so
2: and so uh, they they're not willing to spend money on this uh, controversial program. Is that what you're hearing as well?
4: Well, it's, it's partly that. It's partly because they are realizing that they are overstepping their legal rights. Um, Another reason is that just recently, uh, a lot of the fluoride product, hydrofluorosilicic acid and silica fluorides, are coming from China.
3: Uh.
4: <laughs> and, uh, there's a Boulder research group, Boulder, Colorado, that has, they, there are parts of that that they don't know what it is. Well, looking back at China's record of sending us toys with lead paint and, yeah. you know, this becomes a national security issue.
2: And, and so, if you if you phrase it like that, then uh, then you have uh, then you have um, uh, another another tool in your an arrow in your quiver. Right. So right. T- there, there's a um, there's a lawsuit going on in uh, San Diego right now. You're are you party to that? Are you uh, involved in that at all? Well,
4: I'm real familiar with it. I, I know the people that are doing it.
2: Um, I, I really want to hear about that because uh, it, it, combined with the uh, combined with the um, removal of fluoride in many other places, uh, and the, the uh, and the amount of information and the amount of uh, evidence is piling up, and with with you being one of the, one of the main protagonists, um, <laughs> yeah, which is which is terrific, and my hat's off to you. I mean, for having gotten for having gotten a. Uh, uh, Fluoride removed from your municipality's water. That's fantastic. Um, uh, I, I definitely want to hear more about that uh, uh, that lawsuit.
4: Okay.
2: What's it What's it about?
4: Well, it's the Southern California Metropolitan Water District, and they serve 18 million people in Southern California. They deliver water to 18 million people, and it is alleging um, not. The medical problems with fluoride, they're by, by stepping that because the the proponents of fluoride, they jump in there and, and they you know, hold up their letters after their name. Look at us, we're the experts. So they're totally by-stepping that. They are alleging willful willful I can't even say it, willful misrepresentation, telling people that it's safe and effective and good for their teeth. Uh, they have sent out no notice of side effects or government recognition of susceptible populations and scientific evidence of disproportionate harm to children, elderly, immune system, compromise, those, uh, with renal problems. In, in particular, uh, problems, uh, Latinos and Afri- African Americans are more susceptible, uh, than whites. Uh, another one is infringement on consumer constitutional rights to be free from bodily intrusion by delivery of an unapproved drug without their consent. Fluor- There's no uh, fluoride product meant for ingestion that has ever been FDA approved, so it's a non-approved drug.
2: Um, <coughs> and yet the FDA has, has the FDA has been giving it a pass for yeah, all these years. Whereas right. they want to take, whereas they're spending uh, they're spending time and energy sending SWAT teams to raw milk um, cooperatives mm-hmm. and taking and taking walnuts off the market. That's
4: right, and, and irradiating almonds.
2: And irradiating almonds, <laughs> and and sending and sending threatening letters to little old ladies who are growing a lemon tree in their living room.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: right. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, the the fraud and death administration. <clears throat> it's, well, it's just exactly completely, right. gone, completely gone, gone wild, gone uh, un- out of control.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, another thing is this is an uncontrolled dosage. Even though they're putting a certain amount into the water, nobody can figure, consider how much each individual consumes. So it's an right. uncontrolled dosage. And on top of that, there's no individual signed consent. No doctor can give you a medication without your signed consent, and yet that's what they're doing.
2: And so, and so that's the basis on what the lawsuit is, uh, uh, <clears throat> on which the lawsuit is based. Um, this is um, uh, we're going to have to take a break here in a in a moment. Um, this is the power of natural healing. I'm Howard Strauss, and we're talking with our uh, very powerful and very fascinating guest, uh, Kathy Justice uh from um from Pagosa Springs Colorado um who has become who uh, has gone from an organic uh organically oriented and natural health oriented uh, rancher to being a na- nationwide activist against fluoride uh, and fluoridating water and she uh she was effective enough to get the water uh, the the fluoride in um her hometown Pagosa Springs removed over all the opposition uh, and, um, uh, and she is now trying to extend that to other communities across the country and, uh, having, having relatively good success in, uh, in getting her story across. I want to help her. Um, come back on the other side of the break and we'll talk more. This is, uh, um, and this is brought to you by Gerson Health Media, uh, at gersonmedia.com. Uh, and uh, please, if you want more information about the Gerson therapy, about healing naturally, healing, uh, heal, healing um, chronic diseases and degenerative diseases naturally, go to gerson.org as well for lots of good information. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Um, and this is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing.
5: A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness step into the
0: doorway to conscious choice greater health and well-being attain the balance that you've been seeking
1: are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call one 472 5792 That's one 472 5792 You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing.
2: Welcome back, everybody. This is Howard Strauss, The Power of Natural Healing, Brought to you by GersonMedia.com and the Gerson Institute, Gerson.org. We're on the line here with Kathy Justice, uh, a um, a a wonderful uh, rancher who um, who loved animals, loves animals, and. and who, uh, when when the when her town of Pagosa Springs, Colorado, started fluoridating water, uh, her animals, her big animals, her horses, beautiful horses, died. Started dying, and uh, she was able to prove that it was the fluoride, the fluoridation of the water, that was doing it, uh, and became a powerful activist with all kinds of information about it, and she's sharing that information with us. Uh, K- Kathy, you were telling me that uh, you were telling me that uh, uh, your horses were actually studied scientifically, uh, and papers have been published on the on the case. Would you like to elaborate on that?
4: Well, Dr. Crook with the with the information that I was able to provide for, to Dr. Crook at Cornell University, he published uh, wrote and and we published together two peer reviewed manuscripts uh in the quarterly journal of the International Society for Fluoride Research. Um, when the first one came out on mostly the bone and teeth aspect of it, it went out worldwide and there was so much interest um, that uh Doctor Spittle, who is in um, uh Australia, wrote and asked if there were any more symptoms and I said I sent him pictures of of uh the uh, allergy aspect of the thing, and the second manuscript was written written on the allergy aspect of fluoride poisoning.
2: So, so uh, this has definitely been uh, scientifically studied, and, uh, and and is that having any impact uh, oh. on the on the veterinarians on no. the uh, yeah?
4: No, not at all. Like I said, the arrogance is unbelievable. If if it's not coming from their organization then it doesn't exist. It's the same as with the American Dental Association. If, if the information doesn't come from them to the dentist, then the dentist don't believe
2: it exists. Basically, the uh, the, the scientific and the medical uh, communities are just uh, ignoring you, and but the municipal people have not ignored you.
4: Well, they, not they... in our town, and um, this information is getting out. I think the... Legal aspect of the situation is more frightening to the uh, water municipalities than anything else.
2: Ah, yes. Well, yeah, right. Because they they could be liable for things.
4: Right. They are
2: liable. Well, that's right. That's good. That's good. Uh, so so there's a there's a, another aspect uh, to this that you that you uh, uh, brought up earlier is that there's an uh, uncontrolled dosage uh, regarding uh, regarding. This this un, unknown, untested drug, uncontrolled dosage, um, because people get it in their water, they get it from uh, showering, they get it from swimming and drinking and cooking and so forth, so you don't know how much people are getting, especially uh, <clears throat> more susceptible children uh and and people older people with uh with already uh, immune system disorders but aren't there many other products that contain fluoride that uh, that is hidden in the, in the product?
4: Definitely there is a USDA website called fluoride in food that lists hundreds of foods that the average everyday american eats and the amount of fluoride in it. Uh, which is a really good website to get. There's sulfural fluoride, which is a pesticide, fluoride pesticide, which fluoride has been used as a pesticide for, for years and years and years. It was first known as a pesticide and a rodent site. It's poison. Uh, but they any products that come into the United States, they put them in big buildings and basically do the same as when your house is tended for um, termites. They spray this to fuel fluoride on it. It doesn't matter if it's organic or not. So they're getting it in the pesticides, uh, processed food, any food processed in water. Uh, most of the big cities where uh, processed foods are made are fluoridated. So they're processing these foods in water. And For instance, dry cereal, they cook it in the water and then they suck the water out and the fluoride is concentrated in the food. Oh, wow. Um tea, for instance, white tea, black tea, and green tea all come from the same plant. It's just different times that they harvest it. That particular plant loves and sucks up tons of fluoride out of the soil. So tea, mm. that tea, black tea, green tea, and white tea are all very high in fluoride. Teflon and tea fowl, which is the nonstick <laughs> product put on pans, That's made from fluoride. And then there's a whole lot of drugs made with fluoride in it. And the reason that they put the fluoride in there is because fluoride is one of the most reactive elements on Earth. It can't exist, fluorine cannot exist without hooking to something. Well, when it hooks to something, it energizes it or makes it more potent. And so they were able to put fluoride in drugs and then use less of the very costly stuff that they use to make fluoride, and it makes the drugs cheaper.
2: Wow! So, and then and then there's materials too. Uh, the the stuff they spray on um, uh, on on fabrics to make them uh, to make them waterproof and stain resistant, mm-hmm. and and waterproof uh, waterproof boots. They yep. have uh, waterproof boots are made out of uh, made out of uh, t- t- some kind of a uh, fluoride uh, material from Dupont.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and so, so basically, we're surrounded by this stuff, and and it's and we don't know. There is no there is no consensus, and no consensus certainly from the FDA uh, that it's that it's safe and effective.
4: No, none whatsoever. No, there's never been any scientific research uh, to show that it's safe and effective, and the FDA and the EPA both admit that.
2: Well, I, I suspect, it, it sounds to me like uh, they know that if they, uh, if they actually test it for safety and effectiveness, they would, <laughs> they would find out Then it would be documented and it would be official uh, that they would have to take it off the market and they can't afford to do that.
4: Well, and they would be liable. As Dr. Hersey from, um, from the EPA has said, uh, EPA workers union who are against fluoridation, um, has said they've got a tiger by the tail. These government agencies, for so many years, and ADA have said safe and effective and good for your teeth. If all of a sudden it turns around and people find out what it actually is and what it's doing to them, it's going to make the cigarette lawsuits look like peanuts.
2: You know, and the same the same thing basically is with uh, with mercury. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mercury in fillings, you know they've been doing it for a century and uh and they've never tested it for safety right and if they start testing it, they know what will happen, so right. they won't they've absolutely been refusing to test it for thirty years right one one of the other things that I know is that uh is that that fluoride um fluoride I- I- energizes the heavy metals like aluminum and uh, mercury uh to cross the blood brain barrier right so that so that these these um heavy metals that are normally kept out of your brain to protect your brain uh are are suddenly become susceptible to these um to these heavy metals uh and and aluminum particularly and uh, now and now mercury is also uh, uh implicated in alzheimer's disease so you have that the the brain destruction as well
4: mhm
2: is that is that a big issue with children
4: well uh there have been, right now, there are now 25 recent studies that show that uh, fluoride lowers IQ in children.
2: Well, it would sound to me, it would make sense if uh, if it potentiates these heavy metals to destroy the brain.
4: Right.
2: Plus the fluoride itself destroys brain cells. Right. Um, well, it's so much for what we're doing to our children. Right. Right. Uh, how how can we how can we justify doing this to our children i mean we're, we're, and then on top of that we had the the harvard study mm-hmm. um dr chester douglas uh, suppressed it <laughs> done by elise Basson. you want to describe that one uh, briefly
4: well elise Basson was doing her doctoral thesis under chester douglas and um he did he was paid I'm thinking $1.3 million of taxpayer money back in the 90s to do a research study on the correlation between fluoride and osteosarcoma, which is bone cancer. And when he finished it, he um, uh, did his, his abstract, and the abstract said that there were no, was no correlation. So when Elise Basson was doing her doctoral thesis, she decided to do it on his study. And she went back and read the whole study and she said, well, in the study it shows that he did prove that it does cause uh, uh, osteosarcoma. So she went even further and made it age and sex specific and found that there is up to um, a 700% more likelihood of boys between the ages of 6 and 8 years old in fluoridated communities who drink the fluoridated water, that is a growth spurt, which is the bones are taking on more fluoride during growth spurts. Anyway, there's a700 up to a 700 percent more likely likelihood of uh, them developing uh, osteosarcoma.
2: Osteosarcoma are particularly painful and uh, an incurable bone disease uh, that, uh, that, that children die of. So and Professor Chester Douglas, as I recall, um, uh, suppressed this information. Uh, for uh, as long as he could,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, because he was in bed with uh, with with Colgate. Colgate,
3: yes.
2: And so uh, and so basically the 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 board of uh, Harvard, the board of directors of Harvard University, basically threw children under the bus for a contribution to their building fund mm-hmm. is what they did.
3: Suddenly, and, Mr. And Chester. Got-
2: we have, to, we have to take another break here, uh, Kathy. Um, I, I, we're going to talk about this a little, uh, little more on the other side of the break. Uh, this is Power of Natural Healing uh, with Howard Strauss. We're on the phone with uh, Kathy Justice, um, an anti-fluoride uh, activist and very powerful woman, uh, a rancher from Colorado. And um, we, we invite you to uh, come and join us again at the other side of the break. You want to learn more about natural healing? Go to uh, gersonmedia.com and the Gerson Institute's website, gerson.org. A lot of great information on these websites, and um, and you'll you'll be blown away with how much there is that uh, that is of good use, of of day-to-day use for you in this uh, uh, on these websites. Uh, See you on the other side of the break. Uh, We only have about 15 minutes left.
5: A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. Hey, did you know Voice America has partnered with the KidStar Network to expand their reach through Voice America Kids? Voice America Kids will feature talk radio for kids, by kids, along with special event programming and live broadcasts. Each program is conveniently archived for on-demand listening at any time. Please check our archives for the latest events and happenings on voiceamericakids.com.
1: are listening to The Power of Natural Healing with your host, Howard Strauss. To be a part of our discussion this week, please call one 472 5792 That's one 472 5792 You may also send an email to info at gersonmedia.com. And now, back to The Power of Natural Healing.
2: Hi, this is Howard Strauss, your host, The Power of Natural Healing, um, we're talking today with Kathy Justice, uh, an anti-fluoride activist who started off just as a normal old rancher. Um, and um, uh, she was, we were discussing the, uh, the arrogance and the callousness of the scientific community when, there, when presented with, uh, with evidence. Even Harvard University, a supposedly a research university, when presented with information, um the, the the upper reaches of Harvard University suppressed the information that uh, that osteosarcoma was had a robust relationship with fluoridation of water uh uh and consumption by young boys is that correct? Yes it is. And so so they basically for a million dollar contribution to their building fund uh the Harvard uh the, the Harvard board of directors essentially just threw uh through a generation of uh children under the bus. Exactly. And, and for, an, for an incurable and particularly painful uh, cancer, osteosarcoma is terrible. So that's the kind of that's the kind of arrogance and uh, callousness that not just the scientific community, but the medical community, dental community, and the government is uh, is presenting you. And uh, so the only thing that you can do. Is to is to do your utmost to at number one avoid fluoride for yourself and your family, especially your family, and that includes fluoride from toothpaste, fluoride from multivitamins, fluoride from 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 children's cereals, everything they can, and and to and to um, <clears throat> and to uh, uh, um, uh, lobby and and, and, and in in your local uh, uh, local communities, like like Kathy did. Tirelessly uh, to have this poison removed from your environment. Um, how how would they best go about doing this, uh, Kathy? Is there uh, is there a website?
4: Well, you can you can go to my website, which is www.myspace.com/forward/slash/poisonedhorses. It has the information on our horses. Uh, I would suggest going to the Fluoride Action Network website or um, uh, uh, go to their um, YouTube page, which has a whole bunch of videos that you can just sit and watch the videos and learn tons. Uh, it also has the uh, documentary that was done on our horses called Poisoned Horses. If you'll just Google Fluoride Alerts Channel YouTube, that will come up. Um, and then uh, fluoridealert.com also has... Uh, they keep up on all the newest information, everything that you will ever probably more than you would like to know about God. But get a <laughs> well, grassroots movement going. Start telling people about
2: it. Right, because it's uh, obviously the people at the top of the pyramid have been uh, have been totally co-opted. It's a uh, it's up to the uh, it's up to the termites to uh, to get That's to right. get at the structure. That's right. And you know what if they gave a war and nobody came so. That's right. <laughs> you know, so so what if what if they pre- presented us with all of this fluoridated garbage, uh, uh, from pharmaceuticals to uh, to processed dry cereals, from water to toothpaste, from multivitamins, and nobody bought them, nobody right. consumed them. If you left them on the shelves, people would uh, the the big companies would start to panic. That's right. I mean, it wouldn't take much, uh, uh, but then their channel would back up. Mm-hmm. So what else can they do? Uh, what, uh, you know, how, how, did, how would you approach this? How would you, what would you tell people to do?
4: Uh, well, I would education. It's the best thing. Um, a book that I purchased from, from you guys, the Gerson uh, 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 Institute, years and years ago, Fluoride, the Aging Factor. Is the oh, John Yamuyanis.
2: By John Yamuyanis.
4: Yes, that's right. That's right. There yeah, is a another great, A book. great book. Oh, it's a great book. Written in layman's terms. Uh early 2000 there was a book written about called the fluoride deception by Christopher Bryson. Wonderful Excellent book gives yes. the history, uh has documentation of how fluoridation started. Um, another book that re- very recently came out by Paul Connett and James Beck and um, uh, Dr. Micklin called The Case Against Fluoride. It has all the very recent, up-to-date information on fluoride. It's a wonderful, wonderful book. Another one is called Fluoride, Drinking Ourselves to Death by Barry Groves. Great book. It gives both sides of the issue on that one. Um, there's a book that's hard to find, but it's a wonderful book full of case uh, histories of people being that were fluoride poisoned called Fluoridation, the Great Dilemma by uh, Dr. Walbot, uh, Dr. Bergstaller, and Dr. Kennedy. And then um, in between 2003 and 2006, the EPA commissioned the National Research Council to do a review on fluoride in drinking water. And you can buy that book. Uh, it's a scientific review of the recent science on uh, fluoride. That's another good one. Uh, anyway...
2: A lot of good information uh, there. Uh, I hope that uh, I hope that my listeners are taking notes on this uh, because this is uh, uh, this is an issue that you cannot afford to ignore.
3: No, I mean
2: because it affects all of our health. It affects our health in so many different ways uh, because of um, because it it drifts because it gets into the water it gets into our air and the land and uh, and and our cookware and our and our footwear and uh, our our furniture it just it's just everywhere it's ubiquitous
4: and it's not just consuming it it's absorbing it if you're bathing in it. You are actually, if you drink it, you are retaining, if your kidneys are working properly, you retain 50% in your bones, slowly poisoning you. And that builds up every day, every day. If you bathe in it, you are retaining up to 100% because it bypasses your kidneys, goes directly through your skin into your bloodstream.
2: That's amazing. Uh, that is just, it's just amazing that, and, and we think, we have the mistaken impression that doctors are out for our health, that dentists are out for our health, that uh, that are that the FDA is here to protect our food and our drugs and make them safe for our consumption. It's just it's just amazing.
4: My dad that. always said doctors are only practicing. It says that right on their license. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, well, if 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 they were only practicing, that would be, uh, I think, is better than what they're actually doing. That's right. <laughs> because uh, you know, if if they were only practicing, then they might, then they might be, um, um, then they might be uh, open to some kind of suggestion uh, to learn things. But uh, but I think they they think they know everything, mm-hmm. and and therefore they don't have any uh, interest in learning anymore.
4: Yep. It's yep. just
2: amazing. Um, do you have any last words, uh, Kathy? Because we have we have about two minutes, and uh, and then we have to uh, we have to leave.
4: Well, I want to say my favorite quote, which is from your grandfather, Doctor Gerson. You simply must not ignore the facts because of your preconceived notions.
2: Well, that is an that is an excellent quote. Um, that's something that many many people would do well to uh, to remember. And especially the people with alphabet soup behind their names, okay. because because those people uh, think that because they've learned everything that there is to learn in uh, in published journals and, and books and uh, papers and schools, that that's all there is. But mm-hmm. uh, but but we're learning more and more every day uh, that there is much more to be had. So um, I, I want to say a great big thank you. Uh, Kathy, for, not only for what you do and for what you have accomplished, but for what you will accomplish and, and for the information that you've brought to the listeners. Uh, this will be archived so anybody can listen to it, uh, any time of, uh, day or night, uh, in about 24 hours. And, um, and we, uh, we, we, we really appreciate the information that you've brought to us. You bet. it's, it's... it's- um, best- Best of luck and best of, uh, best of success in, in your fight, and we're on your side.
4: Oh, well, thank you.
2: With great gratitude. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. This has been The Power of Natural Healing. Uh, I'm Howard Strauss. Your host, and uh, we've been talking to Kathy Justice, an uh, anti-fluoride uh, activist, a very effective anti-fluoride activist, has all the facts, all the scientific uh, reports, and you can listen to this uh, uh, anytime on archival, um, on, on the Voice America Health and Wellness channel. I hope you join us next week. Uh, we'll be talking to uh, a pediatrician, Doug Hulstead, um, on, um, on, on vaccines and, uh, and autism.